Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. An Odyssey station. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. It is Monday. Happy Valentine's Day and happy uh, post-Super Bowl. Thanks for being here this morning. 855-839-1210 is the number on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Hour number four. We've covered a lot of ground so far. World War III, Durham, uh, the Super Bowl, ads, halftime show. I think we've covered all of it. Just about all of it. But we're still not done yet. And we still have more great audio for you, plus your chance to win at 9.20 today. So, let's begin by checking in with Dawn on this uh, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Dawn. And I know there's so many guys in the Zioli Army that want to know, where's Dawn? <laughs> they always ask. They want to know. <laughs> and there you are. So, this is Zioli Show News Live. Yes, and we're starting out with a chilly Valentine's Day forecast, but... An incredible warm-up is about to happen, so we got that going for us, which is which nice. Which is nice. <laughs> this is Yellow Show News Live. We are sponsored this morning by BQ Basements and Concrete. So in Philadelphia, a newly released report shows that Pennsylvania, as well as Philadelphia, were among the worst in the nation. Why? Due to pandemic shutdowns. This from child welfare officials warning that with children staying home, Unseen by, you know, mandated reporters, abuse, yes, indeed, did increase here much higher than across the nation. So Philadelphia officials looking at this very carefully to figure out why, but a 44% increase in uh, just 2020, for example, in the year 2020, a 44% increase with children being abused as well as child fatalities due to abuse. So a grim report as the city looks into this and finds out why. There is a reward that has increased to $15,000. This, in search of a serial robber targeting Rite Aid stores in particular, and in particular, mostly in North Philadelphia. So this from my friend Santo Montecavo of the Citizens Crime Commission. And he says this armed robber tends to wear New Balance sneakers with a white logo and a stay smiley hoodie. So they're looking for this guy. They've 
increase. They're, they're releasing, in other words, all these new surveillance images of this guy and of the silver or gray sedan that he gets away in. But they're offering a $15,000 cash reward, no questions asked, if it leads to the arrest of this guy. 215-546-TIPS is that number. And um, yes, we have tributes that we've been talking about this morning. It's important to remember um, Officer John Pulowski, Philadelphia policeman, killed, murdered in the line of duty. His widow, Kimmy, at the time, she was five months pregnant when I remember reporting on this. So uh, she's speaking out, really thanking the public for all their love, for all their support in the 35th District and beyond. And of course, their 12-year-old son, Johnny. So we're thinking about them the FOP putting out some word on that one. And so the NBC 10 first alert forecast this morning, we're looking at a chilly day. We're looking at, ooh, I was hoping it would get warmer than they said, but not so much. 32 degrees is the high today. A lot of bright sunshine this week. 37 tomorrow, 52 for your Wednesday. And then Thursday, we pop up to 65 degrees a lot of sunshine with the exception of Thursday. It'll feel well, maybe a 30% chance of some showers moving through, so it'll feel like a spring day. Friday, Saturday, we're looking at low 50s and a lot of bright sunshine. So we just have to get through today, this Valentine's Day. Your wet basement is one storm away. Why wait to fix a problem that's affecting the value of your greatest asset, your home? Call BQ today for a free waterproofing assessment. You don't have to live through another storm Learn more, visit B, visit basementsbyBQ.com, basementsbyBQ.com. This is Valentine's Day Editions, The Only Show News Live. All right, Dawn, thank you. 855-839-1210 is the number if you want to weigh in. So Bob Saget, did you see that about Bob Saget? Yes. With the what happened with him? Report. Yeah, that's that got us talking over the weekend. That's just disturbing. Yeah, so what they're saying is that he had really massive... Um, head head injuries. So I don't know how that. I still think maybe they should. I don't know. Review all the surveillance video. Make sure nothing strange happened. What What did he go to the hotel room? Maybe take a shower, slip, hit his head. I don't know. I mean, it's or more may, than I, just a bump, right? I yeah, mean, that's what they're saying. It's more than a bump. They said Bob. <clears throat> to read from the from the piece in the Daily Mail. Why was Bob Saget's death ruled an accident? Head injury was so severe, it was like he'd been hit with a baseball bat. Says doctor, his autopsy report reveals major trauma, which could not be caused by a slip and fall. And health experts are demanding answers about the cause of Bob Saget's death after the autopsy report found his injuries more significant than initially believed. Um, the injuries stretched from the back of the to the front of his skull with additional fractures above his eye sockets. One doctor said his head trauma appeared consistent with taking a baseball bat to the skull or falling 20 to 30 feet. Oh, my God. That's something. His death was ruled an accident with no suspected foul play, though some are now questioning otherwise. I, I, I mean, it's now we had COVID, but I don't I don't think COVID does that to your head. So, you know, they, but they were saying now this blunt head trauma raises questions. They even had Dr. Sanjay Gupta on CNN and, and, and Sanjay, Dr. Gupta was was examining the, the, the skull, you know, not his, but a model skull and saying this is some blunt trauma here. Your head's pretty. I mean, like when you hit the back of your head, it's like, you know, you have that part of your skull that's very like you have to hit your head really, really hard in order to it, you know, for it to start bleeding like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. 
because when the initial reports came out, I was like, "What? Like, what did he slip in the shower? Did he? Did right. he like hit the back of his head on a on on the on the um, on the headboard of the bed? Like th- stuff like that, in my opinion, is not going to cause brain bleeding. But this report sh- says like it. It sounds like almost like somebody took a baseball bat to the back of his head. They're yeah. not saying that's what happened, but they're saying that this blunt force trauma is usually associated with that, which is crazy. Why would somebody want to kill Bob Sackett? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm serious. Why? Like, w- w- what has he done we, that would, would in, in, we, encounter someone's wait, wrath on, like that? On. We don't know that somebody wanted to kill him. You know, this is one report. We don't know if, you know. Who killed Bob Saget no, is my question. It's not. Let's get that trending on Twitter. No, I'm serious. I mean, it, it certainly sounds to me like foul play. They they ruled out foul play right away, but it doesn't sound like it should be ruled out. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm no pathologist, but it sounds to me like this is a real problem here. So, Well, you know, the thing about it is, we and we've learned this over the years with with different, with different situations, is that, you know, an autopsy like this, they... They monitor because the bruising might not have existed when they found him, right? And so then right. they take him over and there's, you know, an autopsy happening. And so over that period of hours, y- you might see more bruising that maybe wasn't even present at the initial crime, at the initial scene, I should say. So what they're looking at is around his eye sockets. I just was trying to figure out, like, how could... You, you would, I, they, they're saying it would have to be such a bad fall, like not to just fall in the shower, but maybe, like you said, down a whole flight of steps or yeah. somebody in an accident. It's just bizarre. Maybe he, maybe people were really mad about the Full House remake. Stop. <laughs> oh. Terrible. But Terrible. they too, yeah. soon, Kim. Too, too soon. soon. You know how uh, they say, like, if yeah. you if you hit your head or anything happens, they always say, don't go to sleep. Because you get sleepy, right? If you have right. like a concussion or whatever. I don't sure. know. I bet you they're sure. in the hotel and whatever. Maybe they're reviewing all of the, you know, reviewing security any tapes. security tapes just to but see. But they've already ruled, like, they're already saying they ruled out foul play. Like, I'm sure they checked security tapes. Right. But no, I mean, just to see, did somebody fall down? Was there a report of somebody saying, hey, some somebody fell down not realizing it's him? I don't know. I mean, I think I do think the family... Everybody wants answers. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, yeah, it's one of those perplexing injuries, no doubt about that. I mean, it's very strange. It's just strange. And then also, yeah. too, that, you know, COVID killed him with such a blunt force uh, head trauma. Yeah, that was just pure. When they put that in the headline, you know, know. who's COVID positive, that's just pure uh, clickbait. Like, it's just it's, 100%. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Like, yeah. COVID had nothing to do with his death. Nothing. No, no, no. It's like saying that he, like he, you know, he flew on an airplane. Like, wait, was yes. an air, He crashed in an airplane. Yep. No, no, he just flew on one yep. once. Yeah, COVID had nothing to do with it, but they they did that. You're right, and I think a lot of people went on social media and went, "You see, yep. COVID uh, killed another one." Uh, no, actually, this was blunt head trauma that killed him. He just happened to have COVID at the time. Well, obviously, he was asymptomatic because he performed that night in um, in uh, uh, Florida. So right, he didn't even know he had it. No, exactly. Because if he knew he had it, he would have been performing yes, in Florida. Right. So, wow. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see about that. Um, Bernie Sanders took advantage of the Super Bowl yesterday. He uh, tweeted he wants Biden to cancel student loan debt. All of it. Oh, because of SoFi? 
because of SoFi. SoFi. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because that's a, uh, what is that, like a loan, like a loan canceling service or something like that? A student loan canceling service? This is Bernie's tweet. How does it happen that oh, SoFi, no. Oh, no. a student loan refinancing oh, company, refinance. could spend $625 million <laughs> to put its name on the LA Rams <laughs> stadium where 45 million Americans are drowning just takes in $1.8 trillion in student <laughs> debt? Today will be a good day for the president to uh, cancel student debt. St- you can't even get a hot dog there for under fourteen dollars. I went in. I said, "Give me, give Bernie wants a hot dog and a beer." It was uh, sixty-seven dollars. This is an outrage, Mr. President. <laughs> I just a hundred million Americans will have gathered to watch, you know, to come together for a communal experience, and he just. He just takes the joy out of everything. Everything. Yeah, in the middle of it. He's yeah. like, what is that? So far? Get my Twitter. Where's my Twitter? Get my Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You, intern, get me my Twitter. <laughs> and then he, just, so he goes out. Because yeah, so far, that's the thing. So, yes. um, by the way, the this is the big story of the day brought to you by Exergen, the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. It is uh, accurate. Use it. Uh, because we use it with the kids, and it's super great to use because it works very, very well, and it is accurate. And they say that those non-contact thermometers can be misleading, so make sure you use Exergen, the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Uh, Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Uh, yeah, no, I mean he doesn't even wait; like he can't help himself. He's got to, he's got to bring in his his angry Bernie politics. Can't help himself. It's like somebody sat probably sat there and just said, can you just watch the game and just enjoy the game? No, you no, can't. You know? Yeah, I've heard he's a big Snoop Dogg fan. He loves the dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that halftime show. He did. He loved it. He loved it. That's, that Snoop Dogg. That Snoop Dogg yeah. is right on. And he probably loved the Larry David ad, too, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. But, he was just, the whole time of the game, he wasn't watching the game. He kept checking to see how many people liked his tweet. <laughs> you know, that's what he was doing. Yeah. Look at this. I got 40, 42 likes already. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Now, if they canceled all that debt, it's not like SoFi would not be able to afford the naming rights of the stadium. I mean, SoFi would be out of business. There would be no football. The country would cease to... How the hell are we going to just cancel student debt? Like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> There'd be no football to play. We wouldn't be able to afford... Everything would be... Like a, like a hot dog would be $452 if we just cancel student debt. How do we just cancel it? Does anybody even have an answer to that? No. You just write it off? <laughs> you just write, go write it off. I go right off on your taxes. That's it. Well, what if like I didn't go to I didn't go to college and instead I uh, worked all throughout high school, saved up some money, and then uh, became like an entrepreneur, like you know, business, you know, and asked the government for a loan or whatever to right. start a business. Do I get that? Um, do I get that? Uh, uh, no. No, I guess not. No. And what if you already paid off your college loans, like I did? Can yeah. do I Me get a too. refund? Yeah. No. Yeah. We don't we don't get money back. No, of course not. And what about all the money that we're saving for college? Do we can we use that for other things or will the government penalize us if we then take that money and use it for something else? Because if they decide to make college free, I'm taking that money and I'm buying a place in Florida. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, the free you, college. For your kids, I'm gonna have like to five get, to nine. 
What's that? You mean for your kids five to nine? Yeah, if they just decide college is free, then basically what's going to happen is it's this country's going to get so expensive, I'm going to have to live in a state with no income tax because, well, it's the only way to afford it. You can't make college free and you can't, you can't wipe out student loan debt. The economy can't sustain it. We don't have enough money. We'll just be printing money. The dollar will become even more worthless than it almost already is. You know what I mean? You know the average cost of inflation right now is costing you a month? Ready? Ready for this? $276 a month. And guess who's feeling the squeeze the most? Millennials, Latinos, and the middle class. The average U.S. household is spending an additional $276 a month because of inflation that is rising at the fastest rate in 40 years. And this comes from a wide range of products and things. Not just my crab, but also other things too. Cars, gasoline, furniture, and groceries. Inflation accelerated to the 7.5%. We've talked about that. But what it comes down to is about an average of $276 a month. It's a big burden. They, now, they came up with that figure. Here's what they did to do that. They compared what the average household spent under 7.5 inflation versus the amount it would have spent when inflation was 2.1%. Now, that was the average in 2018 and 2019. So, prices for certain goods and services jumped more than prices for others, which means people who paid for those things probably have suffered a bigger inflation burden than those who didn't. For example, like if you bought a car, like a used car, for example. Research shows that inflation is also squeezing some groups on average more than others. The consumer price index reflects the change in prices for the average basket of spending. But people's spending baskets vary based on who they are, which then influences to some degree their daily needs, where they live, how they get around, and what they do for fun. So they did a study by Wells Fargo and Company. Economists broke out the impact in fine demographic detail based on December 2021 inflation rates. They used a spending basket for 2019 and 2020 when the prices were down, and they came up with this calculation. Now, they probably, when you take into account everything, too, it's probably even more than that because you're also getting hit in other ways, too. But the middle-class households were squeezed harder than other groups. Prices up 6.7% in December. Gasoline prices. Now, higher earners tend to buy new cars, but the prices for new cars climbed at a slower rate than used cars. So again, the middle class gets whacked even more because a lot of middle class people, they are buying used cars. Just 72% of households in the bottom most earning group owned or leased vehicles in 2020 compared with 90% overall. So higher earning households spent relatively more on dining out and recreation, which rose more, much less than overall inflation. This group also devotes more spending towards education in part because on average it is more children under 18 years old than other income groups. Hispanic and Latino households, they faced inflation of 7.1% thanks to a disproportionately large share of spending on used autos and gasoline. Now those ages 35, 44, that group, they saw their costs rise about 7% in 2021, higher than any other age group, in large part because their share of spending went towards health care, 16% versus 4% for those under 25. Health care services rose just 2.5% in 2021. Now, younger consumers spent a bigger share of their budgets on cars and gasoline as well. Remember something, I thought Biden, I thought, I thought inflation was going to be fixed or health care costs was going to be infl- fixed by uh, Obamacare, but I guess not. Inflation's ripple effects might affect groups differently, too. An analysis of auto lending by the New York Fed economist. By the way, the Fed is meeting today at 1130, apparently. There's a secret meeting today at 1130. Perhaps they're going to raise interest rates today. That's one of the rumors that's out there. Um, surging auto prices offset the drop in interest rates, translating to an 8% jump in the monthly payment for the typical new auto loan borrower. 
compared to 2020. And this is this is a real problem because they say so far these groups have not had any problems making their payments so far, but they're worried that that could change. You might have a real problem there. 855-839-1210. So that's the story with that. But, you know, luckily, I mean, the good the good news is that this red wave is going to be accelerated by this inflation. And there's nothing that Biden can do to get away from that. I mean, they keep talking about what they want to do about it. But I've told you that it's the war in energy. You got The war in energy has to stop. And until you stop the war in energy, none of these prices are going to come down. None of them. That is what's driving everything here. And also, too, because we don't have enough people working because COVID, because of the excuses of COVID and everything else. So we still have that. And, you know, you add up all these things and you understand why uh, it's it's getting very scary out there in the economy. You see the market, how it's reacting. And now with Ukraine and Russia and now oil going over $100 a barrel because of what's happening in Ukraine, the prices could go up again. So all that's a factor. 855-839-1210 is the number. 855-839-1210. But a school canceled Guys and Dolls. Remember the play Guys and Dolls, Dawn? Remember that? Yes. That's a great one, Guys and Dolls. But they also, um, we're going to do a Guys and Dolls theme dance. Uh, themed dance. <laughs> so my daughter and I went to like a like a sock hop kind of style, Grease kind of themed daddy-daughter dance. So this one school they were going to have, this was going to be a Guys and Dolls dance but there were complaints, New Hampshire, that the event was not inclusive of all genders. So they canceled the annual Lads and Ladies event as well. Boys and their moms were going to go to the Lads and Ladies event, and Guys and Dolls was going to be like a daddy-daughter dance. K-8 through school, and both dances were canceled because the event was not gender-inclusive enough. Girls and their dads or other male guardians canceled over concerns the event excluded some students and their family members. And the lads and ladies event for boys and their mothers was also canceled according to the letter. There you go. Now, that's stupid because obviously if a little girl doesn't have a daddy, then then mommy can take her. And nobody's going to think twice right. about that. Right. Right. Nobody's going to care. A grandpa or an uncle. And they always put that language in all of those flyers. For, of for all those. course. Of course. This is not going to help anything here, said one dad. I, I This is ludicrous. I spent a lot of time away from my daughters. I was really looking forward to the dance, but now I don't get to have that. Now I'm no longer included. To cancel because of gender identity, I can't imagine that being this a valid reason, said Tony Taylor, who has two young children at the school. They said this is absolutely unnecessary. Parents were angered by the group's decision to cancel the events. There you go. Stupid, woke stupidity. Listen, you can make wonderful memories with your family this summer at the Oceanfront Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey. That's right. The Oceanfront is Cape May's premier resort. Beautiful resort right on the ocean. How about beach service? Where you have your chairs and your umbrellas set up, they bring you food right on the beach. You sit there and just relax. Or how about you hang out at the pool and the pool bar where they've got great local brews on tap. Now there's an arcade for the kids. There's a fitness center, indoor pool, outdoor pool, beautiful restaurant with great food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean, literally the Oceanfront Grand Hotel has everything you could possibly want in a beautiful resort, but it may not have the rooms you want. See, that's the trouble. It's selling out very quickly for the summer season. Before we know it, it's going to be summertime. So don't miss out now on the best rooms, the best suites, the best townhouses, and book direct with them. If you book direct with them, you're going to get the best savings. And the Oceanfront Grand Hotel of Cape May is where I tell you to go because it is a beautiful, beautiful place. How about memories with with ballrooms? Because you could have a beach wedding right on the ocean. You can have... 
a baby shower, bridal shower, maybe that that corporate retreat you've been thinking about but you haven't done, you've been putting it off. Well, now's the perfect time. It's the perfect time to go to the Oceanfront Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey, and the perfect time to get a townhome maybe for, I don't know, maybe one of those longer stays. Don't rent a whole house. You could stay at a beautiful, fully furnished townhome at the Oceanfront Grand Hotel of Cape May. GrandHotelCapeMay.com. Or give them a call at 800-257-8550. Remember, book direct with them for the best rates and the best packages, midweek vacation vacation packages, and discounted weekend packages as well. The Grand Hotel of Cape May, grandhotelcapemay.com. Now, the morning mystery movie clip on The Rich Zioli Show, WPHD. You guys look like... What do they look like, Jimmy? Dorks. <laughs> they look like a couple of dorks. <laughs> ha ha ha. You're clothes, mother. Come on, gentlemen. We're laughing our way right into prison. Don't make me beg. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855 839 1210, and you could win this great prize. Oh, this is a great one. Tell them what they'll win, Greg. Uh, if you are the 12th caller with the correct answer, you get a pair of movie passes to see Moonfall, starring Academy Award winner Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson. Moonfall is in theaters now by the way the movie uh the morning mystery movie clip is brought to you by the national railroad pasture corporation bring your little ones along for the adventure aboard amtrak start exploring brand new places or visit familiar ones book early save 50 percent on fares for kids ages 2 to 12 with no middle seats and generous baggage policy you can travel with ease book now at amtrak.com Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Rich Zioli Show on your schedule. This is the Zioli Show Podcast. The Rich Zioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. All right, went very long there, obviously. Sorry about that, but sometimes you get rolling. What are you going to do? It's Monday. 855-839-1210 is the number. Thanks for being here this morning. Appreciate it. I know you're probably tired after staying up late watching the game. But we got our movie winner. We got to get to Dan and Jenkintown. Dan, good morning, buddy. How's it going? Hey, Rich. Good. Great. Excellent. So what's the movie today, Dan? Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's one of the classics, right? Yes, absolutely. But the question, though, Dan, is could they make that movie today? Of course not. No way, right? All the use of the N-word in that movie? There's no chance. Yeah, basically none of the Tarantino movies. No, in fact, these should probably all be canceled. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> wouldn't go that far. <laughs> of course, I'm being sarcastic. Dan, thanks, buddy. Enjoy uh, moon, Moonstruck. No, Moonfall. Moonfall, right. Yes. Although I will recommend uh, Moonstruck if you haven't seen it. It's a classic. <laughs> All right, thanks, Rich. Love your show. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it, buddy. 855-839-1210. Uh, so as I mentioned to you, you know, the, the Durham thing is still the big story, and I've spent a lot of time on it today. So if you're just joining me, you can go back and listen to it on the Odyssey Rewind. Talked about it at 6.30, talked about it at 8.00. Also talked about it other times, too, but got into it in quite some detail a little bit after 8 o'clock today. It, it's the government of the United States is alleging some major crimes have been committed here by by team Hillary Clinton. And uh, I think the goal here is to get people to flip. I think they want to go after those VIPs. And I think that there's uh, some real, 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 even uh, shocking stuff even to come from this. But the idea that a sitting president of the United States, that they would, they would try to frame him as being a Russian asset while he's in the, the Oval Office. I mean, it's, it's an unconscionable crime if it's true. And the United States government's alleging that this took place, and it's very, very serious what these uh, these charges are. And again, John Durham works for the Justice Department. This is not some rogue state attorney somewhere. It's not some guy making this up. It's not an op-ed in the New York Post. This is the filing on behalf of the United States Department of Justice. So some very serious allegations here. we got a lot more to discuss. More audio straight ahead. Don't go away. portion of the show today is brought to you by Charles Montesino, the tax problem solver. You know, I talked earlier about the IRS returns and how they're so backlogged, but if, if you owe them money, they they want it. You know what I mean? Like, they might take a, a, a year or two to give you your money back, but when it comes to the IRS, they think it's theirs. If you owe them, they will come after you. So, get a guy in your corner right now. Charles Montesino is the tax problem solver. Just give him a buzz at 877-257-1040. 877-257-1040. If you owe the IRS, if you haven't filed returns, if you owe payroll taxes, anything, whatever it is, Charles Montesino is the certified tax resolution specialist. Now, there's only 150 people in the country with both that designation, certified tax resolution specialist and certified public accountant. So reach out to the man who will help you end your IRS nightmare once and for all. 877-257-1040, 877-257-1040 or taxproblemsolved.com. All right. We have a lot more to discuss today as the show progresses. We still have more audio to get to as well. And um, I will be back later for my afternoon podcast. But first, let me check in with Dawn and find out what's coming up on the Dawn Show. Well, we're going to update, of course, all the developing stories that are happening. We have some news conferences happening right at 10. But at 1030, we have James Varney, who is a journalist at Real Clear Investigations. He's looking into what's happening with Department of Homeland Security and the mystery of migrant children 
that are being brought into cities like Philadelphia. So where are the children? Who's keeping them safe? Look at analysis of this. And there are a lot of advocacy groups that are concerned about these kids amidst all of the controversy of the border safety, that sort of thing. So we're going to look at that. Then coming up at 11, Todd Shepard, award-winning journalist, investigative journalist, Todd Shepard of Broad and Liberty, examines a new state report. This is on Pennsylvania, looking at the money, where the money should go, and why there is a belief that some politicians are actually hiding this report. So all that and more coming up on The Dawn Show. There you go. All right, Don. Good, good job with that. We'll look forward to that. By the way, uh, you know, Hollywood is so out of touch with what people actually like. Yes. Do you know that not a single best picture Oscar nominated movie grossed over a million dollars at the weekend box office? You know that? That's amazing. Not why not, I know. I know. That's what I mean. It's like Belfast, for example, made $285,000. I'm amazed it made that much. Freaking dancing Belfast movie. The movies that people actually like never get nominated, though. The ones that people actually go see, like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. they would never nominate Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah Hollywood looks down on that. Spider-Man so. basically was the, like, it was the uh, movie that brought people back to the theaters, was yeah. it not? It was. It saved movie theaters. Yeah. If that alone should get it nominated. I agree. As best picture. Yeah. By the way, the Batman that's coming out, the new Batman movie in March, uh, sold out all of their advanced IMAX screenings, sold out very quickly, I should add. Another sign of normalcy returning to America. Superheroes are doing it, though. It's the superheroes that bring everybody back to the movies. Yeah. Not freaking Belfast. <laughs> but wasn't it Black Panther they they nominated for something, right? Black Panther was nominated as, as a movie. Yeah, I don't remember. It might have, I forget what, though. But that was one of the only superhero movies that was ever nominated. Probably for the reason you're talking about, though. They were trying to recognize the big box office draws. Yeah. Well, uh, they're a little out of touch, can I say? Yeah. All right, what else do we got? More audio to get to as well, Greg Stalker. Let's, uh, let's do it. What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2? Sponsored by Turn 7. Last chance. Turn 7 Liquidations has taken over 300,000 square feet to totally liquidate before our leases expire. Turn 7, Philadelphia Mills, Morristown Mall, every brand liquidated to the bare walls. Turn 7 Liquidations. Uh, Rich, did you watch the Joe Biden uh, interview in the pregame uh, yesterday in, while you were having crab dip? Well, no, I was I was making crab dip, so I didn't have a chance to watch, <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought maybe the crab dip would have, you know, that that's a good... Uh, that's a good side dish for uh, for the Joe Biden um, uh, interview with Lester Hall. Anyway, he was talking about the uh, he was asked about the the NFL's minority hiring practices, and obviously Joe Biden should not have a uh, an opinion on this because you know it has nothing to do with him. But that didn't stop Lester Hall from asking him anyway. Once again, Super Bowl, another controversy over the NFL. This about alleged racial hiring practices. Do you think the NFL, because of its its broad influence, should be held to a higher standard when it comes to issues like this? Well, I think it should be held to a reasonable standard. And, you know, uh, the commissioner pointed out they haven't lived up to what they committed to. They haven't lived up to being open about hiring more minorities to run teams. And uh, whether or not, you know, Goodell says they're going to take a look at what whether they can meet the standard. And the standard was set by, you know, uh, someone who said, this is something we should do. Think about it. It's, I think it's the whole idea that um, a league 
that is made up of so many athletes of color as well as so diverse that there's not enough African-American qualified coaches to quote to manage these NFL teams. It just seems to me that it's a standard that that they'd want to live up to. I don't know it's not a requirement of law, but it's a requirement, I think, of some just generic decency. There you go, generic decency. They have not. The NFL has not lived up to its uh, lived up to what they committed. Uh, so he's being chastised by Joe Biden. He also uh, says that psych- uh, lockdowns had a real psychological impact on people. I don't know. If Did you they? This. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Omicron and, and the variant. All the variants have had a profound impact on the psyche of the American people. Ah, yes. I mean, they have. They've had a profound impact. For example, think of. All the kids who didn't get to go to a prom, all the graduations that didn't yeah. occur, all the things that, I mean, it's had a real psychological impact. Got it. Gee, I wonder who else has been saying that. Oh, right. All of us. <laughs> hey, thank you. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, one more from this, because uh, these are the only three uh, sound bites I found interesting for from the um, interview. So... Lester Holt asked him about the Afghanistan withdrawal and the intelligence that's basically saying uh, it was, you know, it was a giant cluster. You know what? Uh, He basically throw. it sounds to me like he's basically throwing his uh, generals under the bus for this because it's like, hey, that's not what they told me. On the subject of American citizens, I have to draw your attention to that Army report, an investigative report that's come out about the lead up to the withdrawal from Afghanistan. It, it interviewed many military officials and officers who said the administration ignored the handwriting on the wall. Uh, another described trying to get folks in the embassy ready to evacuate, encountering uh, you know people who are in, essentially in denial of, of this situation. Does any of that ring true to you? No. No, that's not what I was told. No. That you were told that the U.S. administration officials were prepared, they knew it was time to get out? No, what I was told, no one told me that, look, there was no good time to get out. But if we had not gotten out, they acknowledged that we would have had to put a hell of a lot more troops back in. Sounds to me like he's throwing his people under the bus, no? A uh, little bit, yeah, a yeah. little bit. No, nobody told me. What? Who? who? Why would they tell? Who? No, they should have told me. No. No. Bums, bunch of bums. No, 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 no. Um, I don't know if you saw. There was a big uh, conspiracy over the weekend, Rich. So uh, UFC 271 uh, was Saturday night in Houston, Texas. Israel Adesanya um, against um, Robert Whitaker. Uh, the rematch. Great fight. Uh, Joe Rogan was not at commentary for this. And apparently all throughout the crowd, people were uh, chanting his name. And there was a report online that basically said that uh, Dana White and the UFC asked him not to come uh, because of all the controversy surrounding him. Dana White addressed that in the post-fight press conference, and this is what he said. Last thing I would ask, you couldn't help but notice the chance of Joe Rogan throughout the night. There was some yeah. vocal support. I guess, what can you say about his absence? I know there was a, a line that it was a conflict of schedule, but I don't think many people were, were nope. buying into that. There's no conflict of schedule. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan didn't work tonight. Joe Rogan could have worked tonight. Rogan, he, he elect, did he elect not to? Yeah, yeah, Joe Rogan had, I don't know what Joe Rogan had to do. You guys will have to ask Joe Rogan, but... Um, you know, Joe, there was no Joe couldn't work or, or anything like that. I know that came out. It's total. 
Okay. So you expect yeah. him back in March yeah. in, in Vegas? Whenever he's going to work again, he'll be working, yeah. So uh, Dana White saying it, it was all Joe Rogan not wanting to come to the fight uh, on Saturday night. Your I mean, does that surprise you? Because the last person who'd ever cancel somebody would be Dana White. I, th- that that was my when I yeah. when I saw that report, I was like, th- "There's no way. There's no way this can be no. true. No chance. No what, chance. That'd what, be the last. That'd be the last guy to do anything like that. Would be Dana White. What, what do you think Joe Rogan's reasoning is for not wanting to go to that? Because there's so much controversy, he wants it to be about the fighters and not about him. I don't know. I thought. I mean, he signed up to do another UFC thing, right? Maybe he just yeah. got the wrong date. I don't. Who knows? <laughs> I, mean, you know. I mean, it was in Houston, Texas. He's in. Uh, he's in Austin now. I mean, yeah. Maybe you know. Maybe he thought it was in Austin. I don't know. Who the hell knows? I mean, okay. uh, I don't. I, it may, you know, may, it may honestly be nothing. But yeah, the attention's on there. I, I just, um, or maybe I don't know. Maybe they told him to lay low. It doesn't seem like he's laying low though. It so. doesn't. No, he's he's addressing it at comedy specials. He's doing it on his podcast. So, like the fact that he didn't show up to Saturday night's fight uh, is a little uh, yeah. suspect to me. But, it is a little suspect, yeah. no doubt. Uh, Jake Tapper on his Sunday program had uh, uh, Jake Sullivan on to discuss the uh, the. You know, we played that clip last week, Rich, of the AP reporter asking them about the the allegations of Russia doing some sort of false flag operation to draw us into war. Uh, that was addressed on Jake's Sunday morning program. You've been warning about the Russians using a false flag operation to justify invading Ukraine. That's a strong claim to make without presenting a shred of evidence. Is there anything more you can tell the public, a public that might be justifiably rather skeptical of claims about intelligence. Well, let me make points on this. First, we're not putting forward this intelligence to start a war, which has happened in the past, Jake. We are putting forward this intelligence to stop a war. And I think that fundamentally gives it, at the outset, a different level of credibility. Secondly, this is consistent with the Russian playbook. We have seen them do this before, many times. You ask any Russia expert, they will point to examples of where Russia has used false flag operations as pretext to start military action. And then third, if you look at the Russian media, they are laying the groundwork for a potential pretext by raising the possibility of attacks by Ukrainian forces on either Russians themselves or Russia's proxy forces in the Donbass. And then finally, what we have said, stood at the podium and shared with our uh, allies that we have information that we have gathered through intelligence that indicates that there is active planning for this. And it's not just the United States saying it. We have our NATO allies stepping out and saying it as well because they've been able to review that intelligence, assess its credibility, and reach the same conclusion we have reached. So I do think the world should be prepared for Russia staging a pretext and then launching uh, a potential uh, military action. So they're still going with the false flag thing, right? That's what it sounds to me, right? Alex Jones uh, is now the spokesman for the Pentagon. They won't present the evidence. They have no evidence. I mean, why not present the evidence and show it up and show they have none? They just go, yeah, false flag. Going to be a false flag. How many? uh, I just. How Alex Jones, Jake, uh, what's his name? Jake Sullivan. Jake Sullivan. Alex Jones, Jake Sullivan. (laughs) I mean, and they kept he kept emphasizing that we're not doing this to start a war it's to prevent a war right i mean if you're i don't know it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense and to your point it's not 
you know, it's not right wing news that is confronting them on this. It's Jake Tapper. It's the AP. It's like, hey, where's the evidence? They're like, eh, don't you worry about that, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Don't you worry about a thing. All right, <laughs> I got this. We got it. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was on ABC this week with George Stephanopoulos. A rare in-studio appearance for Nancy Pelosi with George Stephanopoulos. Um, she she claims that if Russia doesn't invade, it's not that they never intended to. It's, it just means that our, our sanctions worked. <laughs> you just saw those reports right there. The White House is warning of an imminent invasion of Ukraine. The Ukrainians seem to think that that's all hype. Are, do you believe that Putin is poised to invade? Well, I think we have to be prepared for it, and uh, and that is what the president is. Yes, I do believe that he is prepared for an invasion. I also understand why the president of Ukraine wants to keep people calm and and uh, that he wants his economy not to suffer. But on the other hand, if we were not threatening the uh, uh, the sanctions and the rest, it would guarantee that Putin would invade. Let's hope that the diplomacy works. It's about diplomacy deterrence. Diplomacy deterrence. And the president's made it very clear. Nancy, two There's times. a big price to pay for Russia to go there. So if Russia doesn't invade, it's not that he never intended to. It's just that the sanctions Are you convinced? Wow. You know, it, it, it seems to me, and I've, I've raised this point before, Congress has the Article One requirement to declare war. If the speaker's all in on war, why, not, why don't they have a vote in Congress on it? great point declare war on putin yeah. and then see what he does or or declare action if putin acts i mean that's what the constitution requires why don't they do that instead of just going on tv and babbling about it but i love that she's basically set up that if putin doesn't invade joe biden can take the win because he didn't <laughs> it's, invade it's about sanctions you think yeah putin's, you know you're talking about it this morning he said he couldn't give an s about sanctions yeah that was the piece of the he could give a flying <laughs> f he's he could care less <laughs> Sanctions. Oh, no. There's, there's 130,000 Russian troops right now on the border of Ukraine. There's tanks. There's planes. Sanctions. <laughs> sanctions. Uh, finally, this morning, Rich, uh, the truckers. What is happening with the truckers? Well, Justin Trudeau says that uh, to get rid of them, everything is on the table because this unlawful activity has to end and it will end. He's very serious this time. So make no mistake. The border serious. cannot serious and voice. will not remain closed. This is my grown-up voice. I want to remind everyone that politicians don't direct police in a democratic society. But I can assure you that the RCMP is working with provincial and local police departments to enforce the law. Everything is on the table. Uh-oh. Because this unlawful activity has to end, and it will end. Wow. There you go. Wow. His big boy voice. A way to stand with the working man, Trudeau. <laughs> standing with the truckers. Standing with the working man. Just like Bruce Springsteen envisioned. <laughs> standing with the blue-collar working man. I love it. Has to end, and it will end. And I'm it will serious. End. Yeah. Politicians <laughs> don't direct police. However, I'm directing the police. The hell with them. <laughs> I'm serious. This is my job. Yeah. <laughs> Could throw back to Animal House. Yeah. This is my job, people. <laughs> uh, excellent, excellent stuff. All right, good job. 855-839. Well, we don't have a ton of time left for calls, but there you go. Um, I did not get to it 
uh, but I'll touch on it later in my afternoon podcast. Uh, Pelosi also said with the unbiased journalist that defund the police is not the position of the Democrat Party. He, uh, Stephanopoulos asked her about something that Representative Cory Bush had said. Wow. It's yes. not? Uh, apparently not. Who knew? So that's not the, uh, with all due respect to Cory Bush, uh, we, uh, we, we don't believe that anymore. It's bad. But the polls have shown us. <laughs> she needs to get her people online. She does, yeah. I mean, because they're all out there saying literally the opposite yeah. of what she's saying right there. So. Yeah. Is the party is the party AOC, Bernie Sanders, and Cory Bush, or is the party you know Nancy Pelosi, you know, and the rest of them? It's a it's a it's a wonder it's a wonderful question. As yeah. Speaker of the House, does she not set the tone as the highest elected person in the Congress? I would think. Yeah. But hey, you know what do I know? I mean, she it's a bunch of rogues. It's a rogues gallery over there, is what it is. It's a rogues gallery. <laughs> Putin doesn't give an ass about sanctions, the Russian ambassador says, according to the story from the Daily Mail. We mentioned this earlier. He doesn't give an ass about Western sanctions. Viktor Tatarinstev said the more the West pushes Russia, the stronger the Russian response will be. He says Russia had become more self-sufficient amid the threat of sanctions and had uh, increased exports. Dramatic photos showed U.S. staff members of the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe packing up and leaving the rebel-held city of Donetsk in eastern Ukraine. We're fleeing as Britain's Northern Ireland Secretary Brandon Lewis said the Russian invasion could be imminent. So bang up job with those sanctions there. Well done. Well done. There you go. Um, all right, Greg, let's do this. Who won Twitter? I'm going to give it to Karen Thompson. She says, Rich, I love the two claps after you address the peasants. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of been a staple for, for the town crier. He you always does the do two that, claps. Right? Yeah. 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 Peasants. And then, you, have, you know, the two <laughs> yeah. claps. Wake yeah. them up. Yeah. Wake up, peasants. It, is that what it is? It's to wake them up? I think so. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I, like I think it. so. I like it. But, you know, because they're always distracted, the peasants, by all their petty little problems. I know. And <laughs> so he there has you to go. wake them up and make sure they are paying strict attention to when the king is speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, we covered a lot of ground today. I did. Uh, I meant to. Good job, Karen. And thank you for your support, as always. I I was going to mention. I guess I'll have to do this later uh, today. But um, we did the history of Valentine's Day. I did not get into the fact, though. However, that a CNN columnist said Joe Rogan's N-word controversy is just as dangerous as a mob storming the Capitol on January sixth. He said Joe Rogan had committed his own insurrection with the N-word. Wow. Since taken down. Yeah, a CNN columnist. There you go. That's uh, so. That's provocative. I would say so. That's somebody <laughs> looking for a click right there. Yeah, no doubt about is. it. Certainly is. All right, good stuff. Let's do this. And now, Rich Zioli's final thoughts. This is brought to you by Exergen. The Exergen scanner thermometer is accurate. Use it and trust it because Exergen agrees with a just-released FDA study that says non-contact thermometers may not be accurate and may contain inaccurate information. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Um, I'll just say, look, you know, this this Durham uh, filing in federal court is incredibly serious. Uh, the Clinton campaign should be incredibly worried about this. This is some serious federal offenses that have been outlined here. I mean, the stuff that should send people to prison for the rest of their lives. The question will be, will people flip? And the VIPs that are mentioned in the filing, that all this was done to impress the VIPs, who does that include? Does it go all the way to the top, as in the candidate herself? And will there be an indictment for her coming down the pike? We shall see. But remember, John Durham works for the United States Department of Justice. This is as real as it gets. Have a great rest of your day. I'll give you more details on that with my afternoon podcast. Thank you for listening. Dawn is next. See you tomorrow. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD.
is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 